0: This is Keeping Current with Wayne Potter. While in Israel, I heard a member of the Kibbutz, Hastat Ya'akov Ikad, tell us about being a Kibbutznik. My travel group, Rhodes Scholar, heard him speak while we stayed at a hotel owned by the Kibbutz. The hotel, Nas Junosar, is located beside the Sea of Galilee. This recording will provide listeners with some insight into the modern Israeli kibbutz movement. The speaker is Yonatan, or Jonathan Alter. He is the secretary of the kibbutz secretariat. You would consider him to be the mayor of the kibbutz. Jonathan was born in the kibbutz, so he's a second-generation kibbutznik who is raising the third generation. Lifestyles and choices are much different than when he was born. Times have been much bleaker even to the point of kibbutz declaring bankruptcy. But times are much better. Kibbutz membership is on the rise. This is a story that will help you understand more about why people want to be a part of this life. Shalom.
1: You know that in this country when people meet each other they say shalom. But it always war around. So it, uh, <laughs> we, we still uh, expect that it will be peace. Uh, my name is Jonathan, like Jonathan, but to his wife. Okay and uh, I was born in this, uh, in Israel I was born in a kibbutz named Mashdot Yaakov it's very close to this place and um, what else I can tell about myself Uh, I have five children uh, eight grandchildren and I think that's enough because that's uh, most of my world now. Um, around my uh, I mean, the work is disturbed a bit, but uh, we manage. Uh, okay, um, they asked me to explain you about kibbutz. Uh, to understand what kibbutz is, uh, I have to go 4,000 years back. Uh, do you remember what happened 4,000 years ago? Even you look younger than this, but... Uh, uh, 4,000 years ago, uh, a person named Abraham, he had a voice, You live in Iraq, somewhere, Iraq, Iraq, I think. And uh, the the voice told him, you have to leave your country, your family, your language, your religion, your friends, everything. And follow me. And he followed him, and he brought him to this land. And Abraham created here um, a new uh, nation, a new people, a new religion. He created the first monotheistic religion called... Judaism and um, they lived here we lived here, they lived here uh, about 2,000 years like a normal nation with wars with with, uh, paying taxes uh, kings, queens but then uh, about 2,000 years ago year 70 the Romans came destroyed the temple and took all the Jews with them to to Europe to work for them and with my family, I guess and uh, so since uh, year 70 all my family, my nation uh, lived in Europe and then they spread around the world but let's speak about Europe and uh, about 100 years ago my parent generation something happened and then beside uh, to come back to this land. Do you have any idea what made them to leave green and blue Europe and come to this place, was well, that 100 years ago like a desert, empty, full of
0: uh where were they coming from? My parents came from Poland, both of them. Okay. would we say more? <laughs> okay. Programs. <coughs> yes. Okay.
1: Program anti-Semitism. They understood at that time that if they want to uh, survive, uh, they need to have a land. So they decide to come back to come back. I said th- yes to come back to this land and and uh, to create recreate the state of Israel. Uh, when they came, they have of course all kind of uh, economical problem and they. Uh, decide, in this opportunity where we are creating a new state, let's create a new society as well. Society where all the people are equal, no money run between the people, and um, we will raise the children in a different way. So they decided to create, they call it kibbutz. Where it, uh, the law of the kibbutz was that you have to give all your power to the kibbutz and you get as much as you can and also no rich people, no poor people <coughs> eh, all the people are, um, are equal you can be the manager of the kibbutz for two years or the manager of the factory, a treasurer of the kibbutz and then after two years it was rotation and uh, the manager, of the secretary of the kibbutz go went to, ber- to, ber- to, ber- to work in the kitchen or in the chicken and another person became the manager of the kibbutz, the treasurer of the kibbutz, secretary of the kibbutz, whatever.
2: Yes. Were the British in charge at the time your parents came? Yes,
1: yeah, they came in
2: 1935.
1: Oh, okay. Yes, and
2: uh, By the way, uh, as you know,
1: uh, not all the Jews uh, decided to come. Most of them, as most of my family stayed there in Poland and then they they died during the Holocaust my my grandparents that I never knew and uh, and, uh, all of them but uh, fortunately my parents decided to come and they came in 1935 by the way uh, uh, here in the summer it is one of the hottest places in Israel (coughs) so I asked my father 1935 why did you choose to come to this place Uh, all the I mean, and my uh, kibbutz is not sitting by the Sea of Galilee, sitting a bit far from. Around the Sea of Galilee, it was empty, but the, the Dean said there. On the mountain, it's empty, but the Dean said there. And the, so I, said, I asked him, why, why did you choose the, the hottest place in Israel? He told me, look, we came to Israel, and we are uh, to Jaffa port, and we asked, where is the hardest place to stay because they f- came full of um, want to, to fulfill missions to build the country so they told them look Jordan Valley it's held there so they came to Jordan Valley and uh, <laughs> I'm still here and uh, continue to building the country so they decided to create Kibbutz equality between people, all the people live exactly in the same houses. all the people eating exactly the same food in dining room. all the people, as I told you, changing um, uh, jobs from time to time, uh, no competition between the people. if someone wants to join to our kibbutz nobody okay so <coughs> uh, actually they didn't want. Oh, I, I have a photo of. I have a photo of. Uh, this is me? Oh. This one?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Sixty years ago? <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> I know. And and five brothers and sisters, and uh, my parents and. I rem- uh, what remind me this uh, uh, photo because I, w- I want to ask you what do you think was the first building that they built in the kibbutz when they came I mean it wasn't kibbutz yet, when they came to uh, the first kibbutz in the world I mean, in Israel established 1910 wow. the kibbutz that I live established 1924 so when they came in, <coughs> so my parents came ten years later but what was the first building that they built when they came to the kibbutz? What? Synagogue or school? Synagogue, okay Okay, so uh, it is a very common uh, answer but I want to tell you in, in bracket about synagogue, okay. that they were they were, uh, uh, it's connected to, to the socialism so they didn't, they didn't believe in God oh.
2: well.
1: they said we are Jews <coughs> uh, and, uh, but uh, we don't believe in God and uh, we don't also said that there, there are, we are better Jews than Jews who live in, in Europe because we live in the Holy Land, we are speaking the holy language, we are raising our food in the holy Land and uh, so and they people who, who live there they even don't know the, the holy language within the Hebrew, so uh, we are fulfilled the Judaism better than them. We are doing the Judaism as uh, during the Bible time during the Bible time I have an argument with some Orthodox people but they I, I think that the, during the Bible time they didn't uh, wear kippah they didn't, were, uh, they didn't have mezuzah in, our, in their houses so they said we are uh, more Jews than them so they uh, said we are Jews but we don't believe in God we don't need a synagogue we are not uh, using, uh, we are not putting mezuzah in our houses and uh, so, no synagogue. Another idea? Dining, Dining room. Dining room, okay. Well, but what they add there? Uh, falafel or shawarma? <laughs> <laughs> first
2: thing I would have built is a bathroom. Bathroom, okay. <laughs> so, okay.
1: so, I'll tell you. Uh, the first building that they built was the first concrete building. that they live in, uh, it was the cow shape. Because they said uh, people can control the willing, so uh, we don't uh, have to take care of them. But animals, we want to get the best from them, to give them the best condition. So the first concrete building was the cowshed. uh, The second building was the the water tower. And my parents lived their time in this in the tent. No uh, toilet. No. and no air condition, no uh, electricity <laughs> and water. And I like this photo because it's shown that uh, they had a very... That represents the mission that they live for. So they have a very clear mission, strong, tall, bright. But people wasn't <coughs> so important. People can live in, in tent and they work for the mission to create the uh, new state to create a new society to build the country so they live for the mission but also they say we don't want only to create a new society we want to create a new human being they want us the second generation to be different than them first of all they want us to be the people who don't need private property people who dedicated themselves to, to missions and not for themselves as we said, people are not so important So uh, they want people who dedicated themselves to missions and uh, they want us to grow up in a system with no competition between people uh, you know now in school that you have a new night, so people, all the children need a new night you have a new jeans, so other people need a new jeans or whatever or a new telephone now actually a new smartphone so I want, yes, the number uh, 8, 10, whatever they have now. Um, so no competition. And uh, so they need to create, to create a new human being, they decided that they need to create a new educational system. So in this educational system, they decided children, it's not good the children will stay with parents too much time. They decided we sleep, the children will sleeping in... in in children's houses during night not with the parents not with our parents so when when me and my twin brother were born straight from delivery hospital my our mother put us in, in baby house she came every 4 hours to feed us but uh, cannot come more than this and uh, and they uh, then baby hours, kindergarten, and then during school time we always slept in uh, chil- children's houses, we call it. And then um, we met our parents every day from, it's, it's like dormitory, but we met uh, our parents every day from 4 till 7, 7.30. And 7.30 they took us back to the children's house, we get supper, we went to sleep. and, and uh, what that the, What's the strategy associated with that? Okay, I'll tell you. It was few few ideas. First of all, they, because they want to keep equality between male and female, so they want the female free from laundry, from laundry, from laundry, from uh, from uh, cooking. They want the egalitarian society. They used to call it like uh, male and female are equal. <coughs> And uh, female can work with, with the male in the, in the agriculture. And uh, so that's one reason. Another reason that they want us to grow up together, uh, they said, by the way, that, uh, that education uh, it's a science. You, can't, you cannot give every parent to raise his children, you need professional people. <laughs> and in those children, always work the professional uh, educator. And also so that's the second reason, another reason that they said that if we grow up together, I mean, as I said at the beginning, not to be too much time with parents, and also to grow up together with a, with a, a society uh, of uh, our, uh, in our same age. So I grew up uh, I, I grew up, I slept with, uh, with children in my age, not, not with my blood brother and sister. I, I I used to know them, my my blood brother. I mean, I knew them of course because we met each other in our parents' house every every afternoon. But every every one of my uh, brother was busy with his uh, friends and not with his uh, blood brother and sister. Uh, anyway, the result of this system, by the way, was quite good. I mean, people who grew up in this system became very nice, I, I'm not speaking about myself, but become good people. For example, in, 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 uh, let's start with the army. In the army, they, all of kibbutzniks, it's the p- people who grew up in kibbutz, uh, went to the best units, went, went to the fighter unit, because, as I, as, as I told you, they grew up in a system where missions are more, more important than myself. So uh, they, they went to the best units, and unfortunately, the percentage of kibbutzniks who die in israeli war it's much higher than the percentage our percentage in, in, in the population, mm. but not only in the army after, after the army people in companies, in factories one want, want kibbutzniks to work for them because uh, again the people who are not thinking about themselves and they are very dedicated to the company factory mission and they are not waiting for reward for everything every something that they contribute to the factory to the, to the company and they, uh, and they are not important for themselves so, uh, uh, so people in the cities want kibbutzniks to work for them Anyway, even if the result was quite good, to make the long story short, when uh, <coughs> the second generation, me and my... I, I'm the youngest, yeah? When uh, they started to have a children, they tell to my parents, generation, we want our children, the children, to sleep with us. Wow, that was a big shock for them. They said, you are destroying the system. Because uh, look, we, we we want to create something new. So my 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 brother uh, generation tell them, but look, even even the animals, the, the babies are sleeping with them. So they tell them, but we are not animals. We are human beings. We are not uh, nature uh, uh, animals. We are creating culture. We are speaking. We are wearing clothes. We are thinking. We are listening to music it's something different and we want to grow uh, different people
2: uh, the idea that eventually you take the control of the government as well or were you going to be self-contained and simply have your own organization outside the rest of the uh,
1: we'll touch it later just remind me um, anyway uh, so it was big discussion in the kibbutz even fighting between generations and every side bring uh, his uh, professional people to talk about his idea <coughs> and Kibbutz uh, is democracy I didn't say but Kibbutz is democracy it was democracy it's still democracy and uh, so it was uh, after I think a few years of discussion they vote and I used to say that the heart won means that uh the majority decide the children will sleep with parents. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and uh, that revolution goes through all the 275 kibbutz that we have in Israel. Uh, I mean, year by year, not all together. And the the last kibbutz who had uh, children houses was. Uh, by the way, I'm speaking about 40 years ago, and the last uh, that my children, uh, other children are uh, old. Uh, 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 so it going through uh, Kibu- uh, all the kibbutzes and now there's no <coughs> any kibbutz children are sleeping in uh, children's houses and uh, I think uh, I can tell you now that it's even hard for me to think about the idea that my children uh, wi- my grandchildren I mean my grandchildren will go to sleep in this system even if my daughter said that she she likes to have two nights that the children will go to <laughs> <laughs> the children house or something, but uh, but uh, children are sleeping in uh, in with parents.
2: But that would have been a compromise to to split it to have some time in the children's house and some time with the parents. Was that considered?
1: Yes, they are actually they are. They still, Look, kibbutz is a system where uh, even I- even if. Uh, we took out the, the night sleeping in the children's office. <coughs> so the kibbutz has very good educational system where um, there is framework 300, and, 300 days a, a year, I mean, except Saturdays. I mean, for all the children. So if the school is working five days a, five days a week, so another uh, day, they have a framework. If the school is finished at 2 or at 1, so they have framework from one to to four. So there is framework all around in uh, all the time. That, by the way, attracts many young people to come to live in the kibbutz. But we will speak about it in a minute. Anyway, so uh, there is a good framework. There is a good kindergarten. With, uh, I mean, it's good because kindergartens in Israel, as in your place, I guess, are working about nine months a week a year. And in our kibbutz, it works twelve. Twelve months a year, no summer holiday, uh, winter holiday, Christmas holiday, Passover holiday, whatever. Work so every day except Saturday from seven in the morning to four afternoon. So it's a and it's a very much much uh, educators or adult people in kindergarten or in where the children are coming, and it's a very greenery environment. So it's a good educational system. Okay, a. I want to speak about uh, so that's the s- one of the revolutions that the second generation make it about education anyway the third generation after they grew up with sleeping with Berlin uh, when they grew up you know all the Israelis are going to the army at the age of 18 and then when they come back from the army they told us we don't like your way of life we don't like socialism. We don't want to work for other people. We want to have private property. In the kibbutz, people are not allowed to have private property. When my parents died in the 90s, we gave the kibbutz everything, the, the house, and what, all, all, all what they had the television, refrigerator, money that they had. We gave the, everything to the kibbutz. And they said,
2: uh,
1: and I grew up in this system; it, it was obvious for me. But they said, or may, maybe I grew up in the shade of uh, the passion that my parents brought from when they built the kibbutz. Anyway, they said, no, we want we want to have private things. We want to have private car, small car, private car. In the kibbutz, nobody allowed to have private car. It was. Uh, a pool car, if you want to go <coughs> to the city, you have to order it, to book it and, and you can go, if it's free, if they are free, you can. and, uh, and uh, we want, uh, want to decide about our money, we want to decide our life in the kibbutz everyone was depending everybody you know, you know when, when someone wanted to study in university uh, because it was everybody's money so we need that everybody agreed they to go to, t- to the university <coughs> now, if it was twenty young people who want to study in university and uh, kibbutz allocated the uh, budget for ten people so we had a meeting, democracy, when everybody can vote and uh, we vote for people who will go to study and who is not going to study and because
2: uh,
1: my mother had a fight with her mother, so I don't want her to go to study, so I vote against her. Or, because he wants to study art, he I can conclude the kibbutz as an artist, so uh, he's not going to study. He's going to study Bible or philosophy. You, know, yes. you can study agriculture, uh, plastic industry, uh, agri- <coughs> whatever, something that, that can contribute to kibbutz. Uh, um, some young people, I know, some young people who left the kibbutz because the kibbutz. Look, my oldest brother, David, he wanted to be a pilot in the Israeli army. Kibbutz told them, no, you cannot be we don't allow you to be a pilot in the Israeli army because we know that after you will um, you will have a new job, you will have a good job so we will go to be uh, to El Al and then you go, you are not going to come back to the kibbutz so he didn't go, so he we went to be a parachute so I went to be a pilot and I did it but, uh, <laughs> but I came back to the kibbutz anyway, but it was his dream <laughs> anyway, uh, but they didn't let him, he still have something in his heart that he angry about the kibbutz. They didn't like him to go to, because it was uh, his dream, his childhood, childhood dream. Okay, so they went to the third generation. They said, We, we want to have a private <coughs> thing. We don't think that it is fair that the manager of the factory worked very hard, people pressing from down, from up, from uh, a customer, and he's uh, working many hours is getting exactly the same as a simple worker in a factory who come to work at uh, 8 and uh, leaving the job at the, the, the factory at uh, 4 or, or other people they said the thing that people need to get as much as they put in also it was a problem I told you that the idea of the kibbutz that you have to give the idea was you have to give as much as you can and to get as much as you need but then we found that we cannot measure if he is giving as much as he can. <laughs> Maybe he is giving less. Mm-hmm. And we don't n- know if he is getting as much as he needs. Maybe he take more and send to his uh, friends in uh, the city or something. Or just taking more because he... he
2: can
1: take. I'll tell you, we, we, we found we found in the kibbutz that okay, maybe I'll talk about it uh, about wasting the kibbutz I'll talk about it in a, a later so, they left the kibbutz young people finished the army by went to Tel Aviv to the big city to work after three months they bought the first private car old car, small car but it was their car huh. and they, they came to the kibbutz with the car and to show everybody that they have private property so, uh, the kibbutz became in a, in a big uh, uh, demographical problem and not connected to this became in uh, most of the kibbutzes uh, when I, I said the kibbutz most of the kibbutzes became in a big economical problem for many reasons, it was political reason, managemental reason, lack, all kinds of reasons that we have no time to go in but, so now the kibbutz have economical problem, demographical problem we felt i speaking speaking about uh, um, twenty years so we felt that maybe ninety years it was the end of this experiment called kibbutz, and uh, we are going to to the end no future ah, but some people who stayed uh, uh, also not, not only the second generation left also or third generation left also people from the second generation. When they saw that, well, it is not, you know, they, they sing like the, the third generation, a bit la- uh, late, but they, they sing like this, so they left the keyboard. So, uh, we felt that if we want to survive, we need to make, <coughs> to make a big change in our life. Do you have any idea what change we can do to survive? So I, I'm not going to wait because it took us about 70 years to find the idea. <laughs> so uh, The idea was so the, actually it came not from the management, the management of, you know, we are very sticky, with the same way. From down it came that we need to be it's, in, it, it's a bit odd for me now to say this, this well but uh, we need to be more capitalistic. <laughs> and that will <coughs> will save us uh, that was a big shock for the first generation and for many people from the second generation you know the first generation said we left our parents in Europe we lived in tents." as Churchill said we, we suffer with blood tears and sweat in, we, we put in this place and now you are taking us back to the, to the evil to the, to the well to the capitalistic uh, life so it took few years in the kibbutz of, of fighting, of discussions of, as it was the beginning, the first uh, discussion <coughs> people brought uh, uh, professional people from, uh, to, to uh, talk about the, their idea we went to other kibbutzes to make the change, this revolution uh, to, to talk, to say how, how it's works every change is hard mm-hmm. but that was a real revolution for them so, fuel of discussion, in my kibbutz, year 2000, majority decide, by the way, we need a, a special majority for this change, uh, according to the state law. We need 75% of the population to agree. So it was one uh, vote, it's fed, another vote is fed, and then third, third, third vote, 75 of the people uh, Agree to the change. They agreed to the change because they understood that if we want to have a future, if we want to survive, we need to change. So we changed. Now, look what's happened. One Saturday night, all the people get envelopes with the salary. Till now, all the people get exactly the same. Actually, we get nothing because we get everything for free food, uh, house, laundry, uh, electricity. We feel, we felt that we live in paradise by the way. We get everything for free Mm. and uh, so, and no money. Okay, one Saturday night all the people get envelopes with the salary. Now, I'm equal with this person for 50 years and he is, uh, uh, accidentally, is the manager of the (coughs) factory. I told you because it was rotation. So now he is getting $10,000 ten thousand more, fifteen thousand dollars per month and I'm getting one thousand dollar per month because I'm simple worker in the factory. <laughs> it was very hard, it was very hard. You Do take your you
0: joke. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> we after you yeah.
1: No, 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 no stay there. No no no, 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 uh, no rotation anymore. Uh, now after six months he bought a new car and I'm still with my bicycle
2: <laughs>
1: after two years he enlarged his house and I'm still with my sixty square meters with five children it was very hard at the beginning I, as we are doing the long story short all the time so I can tell you now twenty years uh, seventeen years later uh, mo- I think that all the people but let's say 95% of the people are happy
2: or, or one, yeah. happy
1: happy. why they are happy because even the poor people have much more money to decide about what to do with it than before even if I get only $1,000 or $2,000 per month so I, it's I decided about all this money before I had nothing before if i want if my son wants to get married, and I don't know about you Mary, but we have in Israel we have big ma- big weddings with hundreds of people, so it costs uh, a lot of money
2: i cannot I cannot help him, but he is doing it. Start? But there's still free th- free uh, a basic level of free services even it, with the, in the kibbutz?
1: Yeah. Nothing nothing free now. Ah. <coughs> the kibbutz the kibbutz have no money to give it for free. All the money going to the people. Before all the money went to the kibbutz and the kibbutz framework called kibbutz and the kibbutz decide what to do with this. So they, they gave it everything for, so now nothing free you have to buy. That that was very very odd part of that why people was against Wow, I have to pay for for uh, for electricity now. I don't know. Uh, I, I I I don't know how to to buy clothes to my children because they get clothes from the kibbutz uh, uh, store. Let's say it was one lady was in charge of it, and every year, uh, twice a year, one in the winter, one in the summer, they gave new clothes or old clothes for bigger for bigger children or something. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Look, I, I don't know how to buy a car, how to make insurance. I don't know how to read the service slip. But you know who taught us? Our children. <laughs> the second generation were experienced already. <laughs> they told us, uh, you can buy here, you can buy there. You have insurance you are doing there. I just today I spoke with my... With my brother, my twin brother, about his telephone. He said, "I I don't know. My my uh, son did it for me. My son, uh, uh-huh. my son, well, he decided I'm going to buy this one. He bought me this, and he arranged me all kind of. Uh, uh, okay, uh, so we made this revol- people get used to this revolution, and uh, we found. By the way, I told you that, that we get everything for free." we found, we didn't know that before, in the previous system we waste a lot of everything we waste electricity, we waste food, we waste water, we waste laundry we waste why do I have to shut off the air condition when I go to work? first of all I don't know how much it costs second I want when I come back to my house I want it to be cold uh, cool and uh, who cares, it's not my money uh, people took it was free food in dining room. People took. They ate in dining room and then they took home. Oh, maybe I will need to eat. Maybe I have some uh, visitors. Maybe my son will come from. Uh. Look, in every area, we fa- we we save about fifty percent. Electricity, water, food. In every area, we save. I mean, we save. It's not. It's because we didn't. But. The, uh, it's not the right way. The kibbutz, uh, uh, all the members of the kibbutz, both <coughs> uh, use, let's say, use 50% of what they used before.
2: The uh, second mm. generation or the first? No, no, all the people.
1: By the way, the old people use much less than this. Because yeah. they they don't uh, need, uh, although they are not traveling a lot, <coughs> I mean, mm. as the young people, they are not using a lot of electricity, mm. they... they they use less especially the kibbutz the third generation who are very humble so uh, they save much more than this and they have, now they have money to, get, to give to the grandchildren or whatever um, so uh, so now now there is a, everyone is working for himself maybe to give you the old picture I need to tell you that from 275 kibbutzes, about 80% uh, more than 200 kibbutzes made this revolution in the last 20 years, but there are still about 70 kibbutzes that are still socialist and there are still, I mean, get everything for free, house for free, food for free, and no salaries between people, differential salaries. And what's interesting that those kibbutzes are milliardels, are very very rich, and they said that they are rich because they are socialist but I know that they are rich because they are very successful capitalistic factory that help them to run socialism (laughs) we found that if you want to be socialist you need to be very rich because as I told you it's wasting a lot of money and uh, we found we found that when people get something for free there is no value so they wasted it something that we didn't know we lived like this for, for many years by the way i don't think i don't say i don't say i don't say that those people my parents generation that they, they were stupid it was good for that time when they came to build the country <coughs> you know it is easy to have equality with everybody when people have nothing and they had nothing when my parents came to the kibbutz with two suitcases they put the suitcase in the kibbutz store, and that was belonged to everybody. My my father brought uh, a very nice suit, and that was the wedding suit of the kibbutz, <coughs> of all the people. And I tell you, there no private property at all. My parents, and uh, I mean, uh, even after they died, they left us nothing. And um, but that that was. Good uh, time to build the kibbutz. And all the people had nothing. They help each other. And it was uh, it, I, some people. From time to time, people asked me what was be- uh, uh, best way for you to live before 20. I mean, uh, the fo- first 40 years of you or the second 20 years of you. And uh, I just said, look, I thought I felt We saw saw that we live in paradise. And now, I know that it was paradise of food, but for me it was paradise.
0: Well, could it be possible that with the right kind of education where people could see what was happening? I know some factories that have closed have been purchased by the workers, and they became very efficient because everybody shared the profits. But if everybody could see the inefficiencies, maybe education might help. You know, like if you leave your lights on, it's costing everybody. Do you think education (coughs) might have helped? Can I I respond to that? You say you pay salaries. You're paying salaries now. What that creates is competition. You know, the people some people work very hard because they want to make more money. And and therefore, the kibbutz benefits by that.
1: Okay. Yes, I tell you. We, 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 before we made the church, we felt that we are giving 100% of us to the kibbutz. But when people start to get money for themselves, they said, look, I can take another one. Yeah. So they give to themselves 200%, or 150%. And kibbutz, and the kibbutz, yes, it, it gave out to the kibbutz because the kibbutz is kibbutz is taking um, taxes from the people's salary. I mean, we pay two kinds of taxes. I mean, income tax to the state, but also taxes to the kibbutz to run the, all kind of uh, gardening, swimming <coughs> pool, uh, culture, uh, helping each other. I'll tell you about it uh, in a minute. So, yes, the kibbutz. Look, from all the, I'll tell you during the nineties most of the 275 kibbutzes, almost 80% of them was in Vancouver, almost, close to this and now, all the kibbutzes are in good economical situation, okay not not good, not very good, at least okay and not only this, after the change we have a a positive um, immigration (coughs) Now most of the kibbutzes have waiting list for people who want to join the kibbutz, but there is no enough houses. In my kibbutz, in my, uh, I didn't tell you about my family. I told you about, but my uh, my brother and sister. But each of us, each of us, of each of our five have his own five children. My parents had twenty-five grandchildren. Now I. So now, now I have... So th- this is me uh, now. With, uh, <coughs> with five uh, adult uh, children. Uh, well, every one of them have a couple. And uh, eight grandchildren. And four of them live in the kibbutz. And uh, also with my other brothers. So they uh, their children coming back now to the kibbutz. So... Uh, so there is a, a positive immigration, good economical system. Uh, I want to tell you something about what you said. That we are not pure capitalism. We didn't uh, divide the kibbutz business for share for everyone. I mean, it was an idea of to to go to go to this. Uh, after we made this the first privatization, we thought maybe we have to divide. Some people said we want to divide all the kibbutz business uh, if our kibbutz is running 200 million shekels per year and we are 200 members, let's give every every person a million shekels in shares and, uh, and he can give it to his, to his children and whatever <coughs> but we didn't divide <coughs> it yet it's still all, all the kibbutz business still belongs to everybody we are working now so we are not socialism but we are cooperative. So All the business still belongs to everybody and everybody still wants to be in charge on all the business. Um, I want to tell you another thing, why we are not pure capitalism. Because we have we decide that we have something that we call it safety net. We decide that every couple couple need at least two thousand dollars per month for proper life. Every child it's another five hundred dollars. So if my daughter has three children, so she needs minimum of thirty five hundred dollars. If they have less than this, so the kibbutz support them with uh, I mean put them above the, the safety net. Where the kibbutz have money from? I told you we, we, have, uh, we pay taxes to the kibbutz and the kibbutz use it for. Uh, we still have we still <coughs> we still have democracy, so the kibbutz decide what to do with it. But the first thing we we support we support uh, uh, people who are below the the safety net. We support people who are, who are uh, see as as problem permanent health problem. We support educa- we subsidize education. Because it is very expensive here. We are doing the kibbutz uh, high holidays, uh, and we decide what to do. Some, some kibbutzes uh, put money in, in swimming pools, some kibbutzes put money in a new dining room or in a new uh, club <coughs> or whatever, and we decide together what to do with this money. Um, what to say? Uh, yes, a cooperative I said. Uh, okay. Uh, and also in the kibbutz, uh, so we are, um, everyone has his own uh, private money and uh, people are working out to, uh, to survive. People found that if they are not, uh, uh, work, well, they, uh, they will die, <laughs> uh, they will starve or whatever. But you cannot find, that's the big difference from between us and the city, you cannot find homeless in the kibbutz or star people or people with no money for for medicine, medicine, because there is there is a, a safety net and also we have self management. I mean, we get we get um, from the regional council. We pay taxes to the regional council as well, but we get money back because they want us to be in charge on our area. So we are in charge, we decide where to put uh, light, where to put uh, road to go, to travel. So we are, we are deciding, we have money to decide what to do in our life. And people who are, I told you that there is uh, uh, many people who want to come to live in the kibbutz. Our kibbutz grew up in the last ten years, it doubled the, the population. We were a hundred families, and now we are two hundred families. And we plan to be we don't know exactly but about 350 or 400 families. Uh, we think that this is the, the maximum that we want to grow, and we know that this is the, the, the ideal kind of good economical way where all the people will pay taxes so we can run, uh, we can run our village. And uh, there is uh, there is... where is it. What they've broke it. Vega, well, just Vega. I want to show you another photo. Another photo of the ladies. I started with. Uh, I started with this photo when I when I uh, and I said that. Uh, that, that was the kibbutz that time when missions are important and people are not important uh, two years ago two years ago this uh, tower looked like this very poor and it helped me to explain the change that we made that now no mission in the kibbutz, everyone is taking care to himself people live in nice houses and it's a uh, uh, the pyramid went upside down now people are important and mission are not important hmm. and uh, but as you know life is going like a pendulum <coughs> and um, so we were socialists and my parents was I used to call it volunteers most of their life because they didn't have money for, for their for the work and I was a uh, volunteer for many years and then we became capitalistic and there, so people take care only on themselves and if you ask <coughs> need to move a chair from here to there he asks you how much you pay
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, but during, uh, in the, uh, during the years, we went a bit back and this tower, now it looks like this from last, from last year it looked like this
2: there you
1: go. it looked like this so it looked exactly the same like this They made it exactly the same and I just want to show that um, after a few years of being pure capitalistic uh, we went a bit back and then now now there are missions that are important for us not only us so we contribute only also to the, also to our, se- we contribute to ourselves, but also for Kibbutz mission, Israeli mission, Jewish people mission, and not working only for ourselves. And uh, so that's uh, actually, I, I'm looking for something, but I don't know where is it. Has it become, Ashirim. <laughs> has it become
2: more religious or not? Religious? It's still secular.
1: Okay. Uh, good question.
2: Um,
1: no, we. D- so as I told you, we were uh, secular. I used to say even uh, orthodox secular. <laughs> they, my parents didn't want to uh, or ad- orthodox atheist. No God. Uh, the, no Bible. No Bible. It's a history story. It's not a uh, holy story and um, but uh, during the changes that the kibbutz go through, during the the years uh, people found that uh, it, it is hard to live without God it is hard to live without roots look, my parents told us nothing about the past about the even about the the grandparents who died in the Holocaust, they said they made they made the league uh, on the past. They said our history started when we came to Israel now, and th- this is the history of the, our history. But when I went to, to Poland to visit uh, camps, concentration, and uh, the children, I found that, that there are synagogues, uh, a thousand years old synagogues there it was two thousand years communities there with artists, with, uh, with poets, with uh, philosophy, with uh, Jewish life so I found that there is uh, some history before uh, 1940 40 of the Jewish people and that uh, makes me uh, connected to our future and also connected to our to to Judaism. I mean, the, they said I told you they said that they are the real Jews, but uh, we found that uh, I found that uh, there is uh, 2,000 years of uh, 4,000 years of tradition to the Jewish people, and I want to be connected to this. So um, you can find in uh, in my parent generation when someone offered to to eat kosher in dining room. They were against it. They said, "Okay, you start with kosher in dining room, then you force us to put mezuzah in our houses, and then uh, uh, you will want us to to build the synagogue, and then uh, you will make us uh, Orthodox with uh, black uh, suits." <coughs> now I'll tell you, mm-hmm. in our dining room we serve only kosher. All the all the houses have mezuzah. We have Orthodox synagogue in the Kibbutz. <coughs> and maybe in your next visit in few years, I will come with...
2: A <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hasidic uh, clothes.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. Question. Shakhakti uh, how about? Okay. Uh, question. Let's start with the lady. I know that you have the, the
2: hotel as your business. What other businesses do you have?
1: Wow. Okay, business in the kibbutz. That's also interesting because they, when they came <coughs> to the kibbutz, they, they said that they're going to be to work only in uh, agriculture, because in factory there is a hierarchy. There is a manager and engineer and, and simple worker. So at the beginning they found, they said that they want only agriculture to work only in agriculture where all the people are required. But then after. Uh, 40, 50 years in the kibbutz, they found that when my parents get older, they said, okay, it's hard for them to work in agriculture. So let's build a factory for them. So they built a factory for them. But then, a few years ago, they found that the old people are working too slow in the factory. And there are robots who can do it quicker. <laughs> so they send the old people to out of the factory. Anyway, uh, in our kibbutz, we have... Uh, we have a big plastic factory that makes all kinds of uh, bottles. That's in our village, it works 24 7 for plastic factory work. working. It all kinds of bottles for, uh, for drinks, for medicine, all kinds. So, and that's the main business, and the biggest business is uh, 140 people working there. Uh, by the way, not, not, uh, most of them not from the kibbutz.
2: And
1: they most can of all of be recycled. Yes. Uh, most, most of it. <laughs> if you are doing, for example, for for uh, for drugs, you need to to, to use. Uh, I mean, uh, cannot use recycled stuff for for drugs for medicine. You need the uh, <coughs> And uh, but uh, some some of them are recycling, Yes, yeah? and um, so the, the plastic factory is the main business, but they still a very, very big <coughs> agriculture like we have cows, we have turkey, we have chicken, we have in terms of trees we have uh, uh, dates, olives, uh, mango, avocado, that's the, that's the trees. And in the fields it's changed from year to year, watermelon, eggplant, right uh, uh, tomatoes, corn, all kinds of these. So, uh, but it's interesting because most of the people work. You know, when when we when we make this privatization, people started to get salaries. Before we ask all the people, we want all the people to work in the kibbutz. And it was one person who said to Mo, "You are working in the chicken, you are working with the cows, you are working with the dates." but when people, be- nobody gets money, so it's okay but when people be- became in charge on their salary, on their life so people left agriculture It's not a good job <coughs> so people uh, went to work around the kibbutz <coughs> or took uh, another job in the kibbutz so, and people allowed to do it, before they didn't allow to do it so now people work, if you study computers, So people work with computers, or high tech or, or whatever, or people became engineers, whatever before, even if you study computers, you need to work in the, with the cars because there are no people who work there, so we, you must work there at least one year and then at least one year in the dining room because nobody, nobody wants to work but now everyone is free and people are working um, everywhere and I can tell you that in the agriculture, only few kibbutzniks work in the high level, in the management and the rest are uh, either from Thailand, or
2: from uh, um. the
1: territories, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, here yeah,
2: yeah. uh, How do you join? I'll
1: uh, the kibbutz. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I don't know how much time we have. We're almost at the end. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before we, went the t- we, w- we made the change, if you want to come to kibbutz, welcome, uh, you get house, you get... Uh, uh, you went to work wherever people uh, let you uh, <coughs> ask you to, to go to work, and um, and you became uh, equal like everybody. Ah, it was uh, sorry, it was two two years of uh, uh, Muhammadu uh,
0: candidate,
1: candidate, eh? two years of candidate, and then we vote for you. But it's, it's very hard. Mm. Not it was few people we didn't accept, them but it was too, very hard, not to be acceptable, and. But now, if you want to join the kibbutz, when we start to murder things... Okay. First of all, you have to build your house for yourself. Mm-hmm. So you, count, you have to come with about a million shekels mm-hmm. uh, to build your house for yourself. You, do, you are not getting... Uh, even my like children, by the way. Second, you have to pay to, to buy uh, uh, your part in the kibbutz business. I tell you that the, the business belongs to everybody you have to pay another a lot of money to buy this <laughs> and then we, we check if you are uh, we use an, or a special office to check your economical situation because we, we don't want you to be depend on us to get our uh, safety net without uh, doing something so uh, we are checking you in, in a special office to check your economical situation and uh, also, another office to check your um, society uh, if you if you can live in small society. Even there, many people want to join
2: the kibbutz, yeah, but you have to come with the money. So Let's take three more questions. So, I guess I'm just wondering, my heart was always with the kibbutz. So, I'm just wondering now, how is the kibbutz different? A small okay. or a
1: small yes, it, I tell you, many many Israelis want us to uh, to be an Indian reserve, I think. <laughs> uh, to, to live in a tent and in socialism without money and without uh, the other people are equal. Uh, I, I told you, uh, I think I spoke about it, but so we have the safety net. You cannot find uh, uh, homeless or people who have no money at all the kibbutz and we have we have um, community life it's very close but it's still I think unique we have our own uh, as I said we have uh, our um, private management management all the people we pay a lot of money for the kibbutz taxes so we have money to, to run our uh, our uh, society our community with this and that's that's the uh, and that make the change but uh, the real thing that people think that uh, socialism is good for uh, not it's not good but it's not, uh, it's not good enough for most of the people People okay. used to say that it's against the, it's against the nature of people mm-hmm. to be socialist but I said that it's not we are um, a community animal I think and we want to live together and uh, by the way, I think, uh, we, talk, we talk about, the uh, uh, maybe our children will take it
2: better. Yeah, a bit yeah. uh, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm not against it, if they want, uh, I don't think that they will go to, to sleep in children, to send the children to sleep in children's houses but maybe there will be more, uh, uh, they will make it, uh, the responsibi- responsibility of the community for everybody will be more than this Hmm. So, we suffer from the... No, we all suffer, but it was different.
0: Yeah. Can you retire? What happens if you are injured and can't work? Yes, we have... Uh, That's a that long answer as well, but... The first
1: generation said that they are not going to spend money on, on, um, on our, uh, pension. They are not, giving, you know, not going to give money to the banks. We have animals, we have cows, that will be our pension. But then, when some kibbutzes go close to bankrupt, uh, we found that uh, we must put money in banks, in uh, pension, in normal pension. And our kibbutz decided founded it in year 1990. And we have a deficit of uh, 20 million shekels if we want to give uh, some money to the, to, in pension. But, and we pay it. We, we 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 paid year by year, and now uh, we have not. We are not dependent on the kibbutz. So we have pension, uh, state pension, and we have bituach loumiya insured.
0: The equivalent of social security. Social. And
1: and also we have we are we are not depending on the kibbutz in in um, in health security as well. We are doing our health security. So we are not depending. We are not. I can't say we are not trust the kibbutz, but yes, we are not trust the kibbutz to, to save us in a big uh, health problem or pension. or So people are covered.
2: One more over there.
0: Uh, I'm wondering how the first generation acquired the land and if you've had to defend it over the years. If they were. How the first generation acquired the land and have you had to defend it? Have there been assaults? Okay. Or That's very long uh, answer as well.
1: They bought, the, they bought the land my kibbutz called Ashdod Yaakov because it's uh, J- James Rothschild helped us to buy but they bought the land but when uh, the state established they said in 1948 and the state want to uh, arrange all the, the, the land uh, our first generation said we are in the state we are in the same way we, and we are not we are not socialists we don't need land So we gave all the lands to the state. And now we are using very, very expensive lawyers to try to explain them that we didn't know what we did or something. We didn't (laughs) didn't, didn't understand what we did, but it's not going to help us, uh, as I know. And uh, maybe for the lawyers it's good, not for us. (laughs) And uh, and, um, we're trying to make. arrange with the state that at least every every people who, who stay in the kibbutz for 50 years will get, will get 500 square meter without money that, that will be there, them so they can give it to their children or whatever
2: you had to defend
1: the <laughs> <laughs> uh, that uh, that's nice uh, interesting, look my kibbutz uh, there is a or maybe
2: ah, no.
1: my that, was kibbutz I huh? that was garbage I found on the Okay ah. my, my kibbutz is very close to the border. And the border is there because the kibbutz was there. Because our kibbutz established nineteen twenty four and the state established nineteen forty eight. So many kibbutzes are on the border. And uh, the border is there because they was there. We used to say that if uh, all the cities will shut off the light, only the kibbutzes, will say we can see the the state border. And uh, and uh, so many kibbutzes. I, I, so I, I can tell you that we yes we defend the the border yes, and uh, we defend the land, but uh, we not yes. It w- so the the first answer was a bit. Uh,
2: Exactly. Thank you very much, Jonathan. Okay. the oh, wow.
0: This has been another edition of Keeping Current with Wayne Potter.